Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. and gentlemen i'm your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight lsu football starts their spring practices within a week what are we hearing around lsu football what is lsu planning to do to close out this week to get prepared for next week is it's going to be the first spring under head coach Brian Kelly at LSU. It's going to be very fun. Very, very, very fun to watch what the Tigers can put together this spring as the fans and media will obviously have a lot of access uh, more than they ever have in the last 20 years. So we'll, we'll touch on a lot of things around spring football, things that I know LSU and Brian Kelly and the staff wants to get accomplished obviously wants to get accomplished, has to get accomplished. Guys in positions that they want to see step up. So we're going to talk a lot about LSU football spring. We'll start it here tonight, and then we'll continue to go. Mike Jones! Who, Mike Jones? Joins us at 7.30 as he prepares for spring. See how things are going on for him. Talk all things football. And we'll talk all sports with Mike Jones. To let him know, or for him to let us know, how everything is going over at LSU Football Ops. Uh, LSU star, LSU baseball starts SEC play this weekend. Blake Money. Doesn't look so hot that he's going to be going this Friday. But we'll see. Out at practice today. No, got a little tape and stuff on his wrist. Nothing real serious. Let's see what LSU does. Jay Johnson said uh, today uh, that it would be to be determined on Blake Money. Let's see how he feels tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll have some news. Uh, obviously, maybe a couple hours before the game starts. 
And we'll see. March Madness is underway as it is the first day of March Madness. And it has been a crazy, crazy one. The Richmond Spiders. The album mater of one of our guests this week, Matt Trent, takes down the Iowa Hawkeyes. And I guess you could say, I guess you could say that uh, if you're watching it now, it's still trending um, in the way of that there we might have some more upsets. Now, we'll talk LSU uh, versus Iowa State here tonight. Let's see how that gets rolling. So a lot of things to get into, a lot of things to talk about uh, as well. So let's get We got a couple of Super Chats already firing in here. Brian Penton with a $5 Super Chat. He says, hey, congrats for the Lions beating the number one team in the country Tuesday night. That's right. Lion Up beats the Ole Miss Black Bears or a.k.a. the Rebels. Absolutely great game. And he sends another one and he says the same thing. So I appreciate that, Brian. So all in all, $10 Super Chat. Yes, indeed. Uh, Ryan Tibbler says, Ben and I need a DJ battle. Come on, man. They call me DJ D, uh, D Blake up in this thing. DJ B Rough up in this thing. Uh, Kelly says, hey, Blake. Hello, Kelly. Thank you for joining us. Chris English has got a feeling that Deshaun Watson is going to Atlanta. I hope not, but feel like it is. Yeah, we'll touch maybe a little bit on Deshaun Watson. I got to be a little bit honest. I'm going to leave the big boy sourcing to this one. Hi-ya. To guys like Rappaport and Adam Schefter. Uh, But it's been a wild day in NFL free agency. So I I don't know about you, but I really do love free agency time, regardless if it's MLB or if it's uh, 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 major uh, or Major League Baseball or if it is the NFL or NBA, I really just enjoy uh, free agency. It's really fun to follow and really fun to watch. But I will say it's getting a little out of hand with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> At least it feels that way. Uh, and Stefan says, "Quit messing with my emotions, uh, uh, Deshaun." Hashtag who that? Yeah, he's de- he's definitely not. He's definitely taking his time. But if he wants to go to Atlanta so bad, as so many people are saying, why hasn't he done it? You know what I mean? Like, if if, if, if all he wants is Atlanta. Well, does he? Does he? Because why didn't he choose? Now, they got the whole Matt Ryan thing that they got to take care of by, by tomorrow. But if I'm Matt Ryan, I'm letting the Falcons do everything that I want them to do if they're going to ship me out. So, we'll see. All right, let's get started. Let's pay some bills around this thing. Everybody, oh, you heard the voice crackling up there? Not a good sign. Not a good sign. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your Facebook pages if you're on Facebook. So many of you following us there. If If you're listening to us on YouTube, everybody be like the Hulk and smash that like button. Hulk smash. So many of you. You know, we got like 6,000 views a night on Facebook. Why don't we have 6,000 likes, bro? Like, y'all need to do a player a favor and hit that like button. Same for everybody on YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio podcast platform, do us a favor there as well by hitting the like button, subscribe, uh, 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 notif- or 
you know, rate, subscribe, do all that great stuff for us. If you're listening to us on the audio po- uh, podcast platform. All right. Let's get rolling. None better than our good friends over at GM Vardon Sons. BetOnline.ag. Guys, with over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardon Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you about BetOnline for such a long time now. March Madness is here. The chaos is here. Do you want to make some serious money by betting the underdogs? You got to go to betonline.ag to do it. Prop bets, parlays, they have it all. Use the promo code BELIEVE and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. It's B-L-E-A-V. B-L-E-A-V. That way that they know that your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. Again, it's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> Uh, fun time, fun time, fun, fun time. Uh, true Louisiana says Brandon facts, speaking facts. What kind of facts is Brandon speaking? He says deep down Watson knows the saints make more sense for him. Football wise. Oh, absolutely. That's what he knows. 1000%. That's what he knows. Now why he's making, you know, why it's taking him so long to make a decision, that I don't know. That I legitimately don't know. I, You know, as long the longer this goes out, I kind of feel a little bit better for the Saints, quite honestly, uh, because there's so many things that they, they have to do. I mean, does Matt Ryan, you know, what does Matt Ryan do? You know, I, I feel like the, the less news that we hear on Matt Ryan, the better. The better. Spencer Trahan says, Blake over there drinking some apple juice on the rocks. Yep, apple juice. Um, you heard my voice is a little uh, uh, scratchy today. So, uh, got to drink me some, uh, you know, got to drink me some uh, apple juice to make it better. You know, apple a day keeps the doctor away. So, all right, let's get this thing rolling and let's talk a little LSU football. Mike Jones uh, planning to join us in about 15 minutes. I uh, want to talk about some LSU football and spring football. First one, obviously, under Brian Kelly. And I know that the, a lot of the focus has been taken off of LSU football here over the last couple of days and maybe over the last maybe week and a half. Uh, and I understand it. Kind of a dead period. Kind of a dead time. But still keeping my ear to the ground. Still keeping what LSU wants to do and what LSU wants to accomplish. These are some of the positions that LSU, and in no specific order, obviously wants to see somebody in in spring camp come out on top, if not multiple guys come out on top, so that they know that they might not have to use the last couple of spots in recruiting to go get another player. They hope that they have the guys in-house. Maybe they can go get somebody from the portal. That Maybe not. they need to start right now and right away, but they obviously want guys to be able to come in here and really lock things down. Now, the first place that I'm going to start off is corner. 
and I know that it's given a lot of of um and I know that a lot of people have talked about corner and LSU has brought in a lot of good corners from the transfer portal. You got Jarek Bernard Converse from Oklahoma State. You got Joe Fouché. You got Greg Brooks. You, you know, what do you do with Jay Ward? Do you move Jay Ward back to corner where he had so much success? You do have some really experienced depth at that position. But LSU, for whatever it's worth, still feels that they could use another corner. Because, guys, and here's just the truth of it all. when you, If you're Brian Kelly and you look over the last, uh, let's say, two years, but mainly just last year, LSU started 15 different DBs just a season ago. Now, you do bring in a lot of experience, guys, so maybe that trend doesn't continue. But what happens if you don't have a guy that stands out? Now, I think LSU may entertain bringing in another guy. I know for a fact that they're possibly and more than likely going to bring some other guys in here uh, later on in this process. But what I will tell you is they want somebody, if not especially two guys at that position, to step up and lock those positions down so they don't need to go into the portal and and get somebody else. Because I the feeling to me is this, and I'm going to tell you something that LSU is really hoping for too here, because they have they have a uh, a worry about another position. They want to be able to use the remaining spots that they have in this recruiting process. That if they absolutely need somebody for a depth issue, they can go and use it. That's the biggest thing. Now you do have guys like Tyler Steen. The uh, the right tackle, big offensive tackle from Vandy, going to be in Alabama. LSU does feel really good about Tyler Steen. Let's see what happens there. But obviously, they want their starting five to come out and make a statement. Five guys that can make a statement. Now, what does Garrett Dellinger look like at center? What does Miles Frazier look like at left tackle? This defensive line is going to be extremely scary. And in spring, in spring practice, in spring ball, when the offensive line does not have a lot of cohesiveness, between all with all of the new guys that they're going to be surrounded with, there could be an issue this spring to start off, but you want to see them progress. You 1,000% want to see that unit progress. I think that they feel comfortable with that position, though. Completely feel comfortable with that position, that they have enough depth and some talented guys that can come in and play. Now, whether who the starting five is going to trickle out to be, we don't know. That's what spring is for. But I will tell you that they have their starting five. They're going to roll out their starting five and let the best man win. Now, staying on the offensive side of the ball, and this is where I was going to talk about the other night, but for whatever reason, you know, I think we just kind of got late in the process. Um, And I want to make this well known again because the last time I said this, a lot of people um, told me how crazy I was for months on end. A lot of people told me that they don't that Blake did not have the sourcing behind this, that Blake did not have anybody around that around the LSU football operations building that was telling him, not just on Twitter and these comments, uh, message boards, whatever. But LSU did, when we had been talking about for over two months, go into the portal and get another quarterback. 
I'm going to tell you this, and I want you to prepare yourself. They're still keeping their eyes on another quarterback. Because I don't know, guys, how much faith there is from this football staff that Miles Brennan and Garrett Nussmeyer stays. So I know when I have a conversation with anybody, and I mean absolutely anybody, it does come <laughs> from a lot of people. Blake hates this guy. Blake hates that guy. And I understand it. I don't hate anybody. But I believe that you, well, let me rephrase this statement. Not that I believe you should be prepared. You do need to be prepared if that day comes where LSU does not have three scholarship quarterbacks on their roster. There's a reason you go get you go and get Jaden Daniels. Maybe if Brian Kelly was here a little bit longer than he was, maybe he goes after a guy like Jack Miller that went to Florida. Maybe he goes after uh, whoever it may be. They they go in on Jane Daniels, think he's a really talented kid. He comes to LSU. More than likely, they're going to do what they have to do to possibly get him ready. Do they want? Do they hope that Miles Brennan can come in and compete? Absolutely. Garrett Nussmeyer, absolutely. But there's a different system and a different scheme that this offense is going to be running that those those two quarterbacks were not really good at a season. Well, one didn't even try a season ago because he couldn't, and the other one. Wasn't good at it at all in Garrett Nussmeyer. Now, let's see how those two guys progress. I don't think that you're going to get a lot from Brian Kelly. Um, from that quarterback position. But the good thing in all of this is this. Brian Kelly has opened up to the media practices. Two whole full practices. So, we're going to have a really damn good idea. Who's taking the step forward? They're not going to just be going through drills. They're going to have to put in some installation. The last position is this, and the last group is this. I probably should have done this right after corner, but I don't think that they have a huge worry here at the current moment. That being safety. You have a lot of talented guys that can play safety. A lot of talented guys. How they want to rotate those guys in and out, I don't know that, nor do I think that they do. Do you move a Greg Brooks back there? Do you put a Joe Fouché in the slot? Do you put Greg Brooks in the slot? What do you do with Sage Ryan? What do you do with Jay Ward? I think that they feel as if that that position is going to work itself out. But they're still going to monitor it. They're still 1,000% going to monitor that position. Last thing before I get to some of these comments, we'll talk about LSU baseball and basketball here too. Also, it is Thursday. You can't fire in your side your questions. You can fire in the questions anytime at hashtag AskBlake. But, uh, guys, I don't know how much you're going to see of Kayshawn Booty this spring. Uh, I was told that he's a, got a little nagging thing going on. It was all precautionary. Nothing to be alarmed with. Nothing to be alarmed with. So, Interesting to see how this spring starts out and who they believe the starting five is. I, I will, our starting guys are all across the board. Who takes the first snap at quarterback? Guys, I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels. I don't think I, I don't think that Miles Brennan just gets the first start, first rep just because. Now, 
do you do it just to appease the team? Maybe, but deep down, he's really not that guy. He's not, he's not that guy, pal. Not right now. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, Marcus on YouTube sends us four nine nine via super chase. Says Blake, my old lady said I'm hooked on your show. I started Millie, uh, Millie rocking and shouted AYS for life. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, hey man, tell her to join in. It's entertaining. Chris English says, uh, yeah, we'll get to Deshaun later. A lot of comments in here about Deshaun. Feels like every that's what everybody wants to talk about. Uh, True Louisiana says, Edward O, I hope they don't either, man. So what did Edward O say? Man, all of it's about Deshaun. All of it is about Deshaun. Okay, we could talk on it. Every single comment in here. Uh, is about Deshaun. Guys, quite honestly, quite honestly, I, I, I don't know what to make of this Deshaun thing. I think it, it hurts Atlanta the longer this plays out. Like, if you really want to go there so bad, and I understand that you got to do, do, you know, be able to do this thing with Matt Ryan, but at the end of the day, why isn't it done? Maybe he is trying to make his decision. But I'm going to tell you this. And, and a lot of people will keep saying the words like uh, the Saints right now are a Super Bowl contender. Guys, I get what you're trying to say. Um, but look, can we pump the brakes on that a little bit? Can we pump the brakes on that a little bit? Sean Payton is, even though I've had my issues with him, Sean Payton is a really damn good coach. Dennis Allen is still 8-28 and in his career as a head coach. <laughs> right? Like... We all understand that. Let's just pump the brakes just a minute. I'm not going to... um, Yeah, somebody's asking about tight end. I'll get to that. I'm not going to overreact to Deshaun Watson coming here. He gives you the best ability to win over Jameis Winston, no doubt. No questions about it. No questions about it. But, you know, let's get him here first. We got to get him here first um, before anything. Uh, Thomas says, Ruff, I feel they need to shore up a tight end, not only uh, for the passing game, but for the running game, too. I agree with that. I agree with him. Yeah, I agree with him. Uh, I think they feel okay with who they're going to be going after I think they 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 know that that's the biggest position but we all know that that's the biggest position and we can only talk about tight end so much right like we can only talk about tight end all the live long day before I I, I, they're talking about who the starter is going to be I I was told I was told that they don't feel that they have a starter tight end right now and that's understood I I mean guys Cole Taylor he's got to step up Cole Taylor has got to step up and going into your third year, okay, um, you got to expect you need. We need to expect more from him. Now, does Mike Denbrock being the offensive coordinator and Mike Denbrock getting his hands on him, meaning he's able to mold and help Cole Taylor? Could there be a scenario where he he 
blossoms and and really just blows up, yeah, there's a chance. I, I mean, look, they have a really good track record of molding tight ends. Now, those tight ends normally, normally were very highly talented, very highly recruited. Uh, I just don't know if Cole Taylor's ready yet. It it should tell you what they want to do. We, I, mm, 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 mm. So, yeah. Uh, Ant Marshall from the Golden Boot Podcast says, Hashtag ask Blake, bigger chance that Brennan transfers or Justin Jefferson catches a touchdown pass in quadruple coverage. I would say that Justin Jefferson catching a pass in quadruple coverage in the SEC is more likely than Miles... Or no, no, no. No. Maybe I misread this. Hmm. And that's a good question. It's a very good question. Because he did do that. Huh. Let me think on that, Ant. Let me think on that. So you almost got me. You almost got me. Uh, Kenny Futch says, uh, Lowell Collins is visiting Cincinnati. Yeah, please go protect Joe Burrow. Please, God. Uh, let me talk about this LSU basketball team. We'll end the show with some LSU baseball. Mike Jones said to join us in three minutes. Um, I don't really know what to expect from LSU fo- basketball tomorrow. No clue. I think that they have the talent, obviously, to go out there and beat Iowa State tomorrow. There's no, there's zero questions about that. Absolutely zero questions about that. I kicked my camera the other night and it's freaking stupid. You got to love technology, man. You got to love technology. <laughs> there we go. Um, what was I saying? <sighs> oh, LSU basketball does have the talent to go out there and beat Iowa State tomorrow. Iowa State is not more athletic. I went and watched some of their highlights. They're ju- they just don't have the athletes that LSU does. They just don't. Now, can Kevin Nickelberry go out there and prove the doubters wrong? Absolutely he can. But I want to add this again, and especially when it comes to who the next head, uh, who the next coach of LSU basketball is going to be. A lot of people gave me pushback last night about what I said about the long-term extension. Well, do you do you disagree with John Brady, who apparently is saying that going around town saying the same thing? Guys, Scott Wilbur's going to shoot for the moon. When it comes to the next head basketball coach at LSU, he's going to shoot for the moon. He more than likely is going to give whoever the next LSU men's basketball coach is maybe a six possibly a seven-year deal. I'm not just, I don't come out here with LSU news when it comes to sourcing and just play around with it. So, anyway, LSU does have the talent to win tomorrow. They have the mental capacity, though, not to want to play tomorrow. I know that there's still a lot of people that have talked to Will Wade and Will Wade has advised them to let his truth be known. But at some point, we got to move on from this, man. At some point, we got to move on from it. Now, 
anything can happen in March Madness. If you saw the Believe Podcast Network put out a, a, a March Madness poll and the LSU Tigers won it, shout out to all the Tigers fans on Twitter. We won the national title when it came to the Believe Podcast Network uh, uh, bracket challenge. I don't think LSU's winning it this time, though. <laughs> they're not winning the. They're not winning it in real life, though. Uh oh. All right. Right before we get in here to. Um, Mike Jones, Adam Schefter is reporting Falcons now have pushed back the 7.5 million roster bonus due Friday to quarterback Matt Ryan to Tuesday, giving Atlanta four extra days to hear from Deshaun Watson to get a decision from Deshaun Watson and be able to trade Matt Ryan if necessary per league sources. There you go, man. There you go. Breaking news. We got some breaking news here. That's huge for Atlanta, y'all. That's huge. They're pushing it back as much as they can. That would, my gut feeling, my gut feeling in all of this is that um, the Falcons do not know. The Falcons just don't know what's about to happen here. That's big. Now, in reference to Deshaun Watson actually making a decision right now, which some people in Atlanta have been reporting just is not true. It just isn't true. So let's see what happens here uh, with Deshaun Watson. But let me just repeat this again before we get to uh, Mike Jones. Uh, but Adam Schefter is reporting Falcons have pushed back the $7.5 million roster bonus due Friday to Matt Ryan, giving them four extra days to be able to sign Deshaun Watson, trade and sign for Deshaun Watson. So very big news developing. We will uh, continue to develop. I really, 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 really hope, really hope that this does not bleed over into the weekend. It feels as if it's going to be an all-weekend affair. A complete all-weekend affair. And my God, huh? Uh, it, for all of you that watch TikTok, emotional damage is what I'm feeling. All right. Let's get to Mike Jones, and then we will uh, – let's talk some football with him. Football uh, – spring camp's right around the corner. I hear Brian Kelly's – you know – Brian Kelly wants me to go Rocky Balboa somebody when I hear him on them videos from LSU football, you know, ba ba da 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 like I'm uppercutting Mike Tyson, you know. I'm like, shit. I'm out, dog. I want to suit up. I'm going to get my ass beat from SEC defensive lineman, but who cares? We'll talk to Mike Jones on the other side of this break about what's going on. And you know our conversations by now. Absolutely fantastic in everything he does. And... This comes from our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, get on over to our good friends at the Drake Williams Law Firm today. 985-386-7600 is their number to call or go over to drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Real estate, title, successions, DWIs, anything criminal, they got it 
for you today. That the reason they're the number one North Shore law firm is because they're able to tackle all of the above. Anything you need, they will be there for you from top to bottom. So get over there today or give them a call. Our good friend Ryan Williams or Ernie Drake at 985-386-7600. Again, 985-386-7600. Tell them that your good friend Mike Mike Jones Jr. and Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only who. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. You was waiting for it. See, I'm getting Mike. I'm getting a little bit better at hitting the timing of it. You know, I've been practicing. You know, you're practicing for spring camp. I'm practicing doing this. It's just absolutely amazing. But my brother, what's going on tonight, my man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. I just had me some crawfish and. So, you know, I'm feeling really, feeling really southern. I'm feeling Louisiana right now. Okay, okay. So listen. It's okay if it's the first time that you've ever had crawfish, but is this the first time that you've had crawfish since you've been in Louisiana? Not my first. This might be like my my third or fourth time. Okay. What's the experience like? How much do you love the crawdads? Oh, I'm I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Only thing is, man, I had to learn how to like take (laughs) off the tail and do all that. You know, I wasn't sure what I was doing for a while, but today I, I learned how to do it for real. We're we're going to so Mike during the summer during the break we're going when you're on break we're going to um put you through crawfish training camp okay on how to peel crawfish as quickly and fast as possible but nevertheless you're going to be a pro at it. That's all I need. That's all I need. And you know I learned that and I can say I'm really from Louisiana. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> you're the adopted son of AYS, so you're already from Louisiana. So, we'll yeah. go, you know, we, we love that. We're loving that you're joining us, Mike. So, let's talk about that. Look, very quickly, we were just talking about L, uh, uh, NFL free agency. Deshaun Watson, obviously the biggest thing, but so many big things are happening. You got Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. I mean, this is so wild, Mike, what everything's happening. But I want to get your perspective on this as a guy – that's you know looking for within the next year to go into the NFL draft combine just happening when you start seeing all this stuff because I knew I was never going to the NFL I was too Rudy Pooh but for you when you see stuff like that does it make you sit back and think to yourself like man this is really a business like do, do you take it in like that man so as I as I kind of got into college you know and I I like was around teammates who ended up going to the NFL like, when I first started, I didn't think it was much of business. You know, I thought it was the game. Like, you know, you just go out there and play, you know. But, at, like, seeing stuff like this, you know, it's really crazy to know, like, you know, you can really have to pack up your bags and leave immediately, you know. And it's all for the sake of, you know, these teams trying to win games, you know. And so, like, it, it really, it, like, it, you know, essentially it all is football. But the fact that, like, you know, so much stuff can change that you really necessarily don't have control over, that's when, like, my mind has kind of shifted more into the mindset of, you know, it truly is a business, you know. And um, it's crazy to me. It's, like, crazy to see. But at the same time, like, I'm excited to at least be in that atmosphere, you know. I- I'm, love- I'm, you know, living all the college up. I'm, I'm loving my time. But I-, I do think it will be very interesting to see, you know, just how it is. You know, Mike, I, I think it is extremely interesting because, look, if you if you have a family, if you have a wife and you have kids and yeah. then all of a sudden you're in, in sunny Los Angeles and then you got to live in snowy, snowy Buffalo. I mean, the, now, look, 
Von Miller just did it, but he's also getting yep. paid $120 million to fly out there. Let me tell you this, Mike. If somebody wants to pay me $120,000, I'm going up to Buffalo and freezing my big ass off. I'm just letting you know that right now. But it's just so wild how all this happens. And, look, I think it it, it, it should – show college guys that are going into the draft just how much of a business all of this is and hopefully that does especially with how crazy this stuff with Deshaun Watson uh is going yeah. as well uh starting LSU linebacker Mike Jones joins us uh Mike we've been seeing a lot of uh hype videos about you guys out there I know that I quote tweeted it in complete fandom about you I, I saw the great form but, Mike, it really does seem like there's a little bit of a difference here, like you've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. What have you seen from the team from just a season ago until now and how th good things are going so far this spring? Yeah, man, um, things are going great. And, you know, I wasn't able to do spring with the team last year. You know, I was finishing my school up at Clemson. Um, but, you know, I I've been around a lot of springs, you know, at this point, and I, I love like the way we're training, you know, we got such a competitive group and I like the way that they made us do it too. So like now, like a lot of our competitions are all broken into like our accountability team. And so when we get out there, like my team, we come to win every time. And like, so that stuff all drives the, you know, we is mad passionate, mad competitive out there. I know, I, I know guys seen the, uh, the tug of tug of war. My team ain't won a tug of war yet. We haven't. Okay. Okay. We did see that. Now, Mike, you've talking about your team. Who is on your team? Man, I got I got a big group. Let me try to see you. I'll give you the big body. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like I'll show you our big guy, you know what I'm saying? You gotta think. Like, King's got offensive linemen. I went for more of a speedy group. Like my big guy is Savion Jones. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> okay. So so when we get to things like like Tug of War, we might not win. But when we race, we run. It's over. Right, it's you over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we got a lot of dudes, you know, of me. Of course, I pick as much of the backers as I can. You know, guys love to get a back. We the, we the smart ones. We the good ones. Okay. But, uh, shots shots yeah, fired. Some... Shots fired at the O-lineman. But, okay, I love it. I dig it. <laughs> and looking back, I wish I had an O-lineman just for tug of war because we would have some points if we would have won. I mean, you pretty much could have put the rope around Anthony Bradford and just tell him to stand there and y'all would have won. Yeah, I mean, you know that, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's an easy win. Very easy win. But it looks fun. Look, Mike, I mean, you, you see these things all the time. And it obviously brings, and on a serious note, it brings out the competitor in you. And speaking of competitors, last week, and it, we had a lot of fan questions, and I know that something that me and you talked about off the air, but a lot of fan questions about when you're competing, and, it, it, you know, I always think about the opponent that maybe got the better of me the last time or a team that got me better of the last time. But for you, is there somebody that you've played in college, high school, not so – obviously you're not in the pros yet, but who is that guy that is just probably the best that you've ever gone against since you've been in college or high school? The best? Now, see, that's a tough question, you know, because – like, if I look at back at, like, 2019, the year LSU won it, you know, if I'm just looking at game management and just taking over games, probably Joe. Okay. Probably Joe. You know, but I wasn't out on the field like that. You know? <laughs> I, I was behind Isaiah Simmons still. You know what I'm at this point, <laughs> I was watching the show and running down on special teams. But uh, 
So if I'm saying just guys I've watched, it's Joe. But also when it comes to watching, you know, and I've got to play against him because of practice. But, you know, Trevor, both of them guys, dog, the way they just manage, it's like, like, man, it's like you can be in a game with them and have your plan for them and just, like, they will not let none of that happen. Like, it's not even, like, the fact that you're doing anything to stop it. It's just, like, they're putting their guys in such best positions to, you know, win the down, win the play that, you know, it makes it hard. But I would say, yeah, the one, like, one that I got to play against, probably Justin Fields. I'm not going to lie. He let it loose on that. There wasn't much we could do. And, um, you know, handled the game. I mean, we took a big shot, like, late in the third quarter. I think he might have broken his ribs and came in throwing touchdowns still. I was like, bro, this dude doesn't stop. Well, if I if I if memory serves me correctly, uh, you got an interception on your boy, and he had only thrown one interception the entire season. Take us through that play. So yeah, man. You know, I can actually get real deep in this. I've watched this a good little bit. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, man. Um, I remember it's kind of we're kind of like we might have been in the red zone. We were in the red zone, and um. I know I just had a, a tendency whenever they would get into this like bunch type formations. A lot of teams, they, 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 I know for me, like I was expecting to at the top of them, we're going to get a seven. Cause I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a sale of a freaking corner route by one of them. And so I was like the flat player and I saw the bunch. And so automatically I'm already thinking, you know, they're probably going to try to hit that seven route. And so they hiked the ball. I don't even remember what running to ran. I don't remember who ran what, but I know I had one guy come out to the flats and he was trying to, and I mean, at least from what I would think, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to pull the flat player down so they could kind of throw it behind them. Correct. Cover three concept. And I just kept sinking, you know, instead of like running down on my man, like this dude's open, but I know it's going to be one behind me. So I'm like, kind of like playing it like sideways and like shuffling, like with my back against the sideline so I could go either way. I can break down on this one if he throws a short one, but I can also turn and try to help you know, if he were to throw the corner and he threw the corner and I honestly, I wasn't even like when I caught the ball, like I wasn't even looking at it almost. I was like, Oh, it's in my hands. Let's go. How, how, how long did it take for you to realize that you just caught the pick? Like, was it instant? You, you know, or we were like, you know, uh, what, uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to leave that alone. I'll tell you what I was thinking all fair, but like, did it, was it an instant reaction? Like, Oh crap. I just, I got it. Let's go. Or did it take you a second? It didn't really hit me. Like, I just caught it, you know what I'm saying? And I was out, like, almost out of bounds. So, like, I caught it, like, stepped, uh, like, got my feet down and stepped out of bounds. But then once I, like, once I stepped out of bounds, I get about the way, I was like, hey, I just caught a pick. <laughs> like, I turned up after that. But in the moment, I was like, oh, well, like, I'm, I'm like, locked into the game. Like, I catch it, like, you know, step out of bounds. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, let's go. But yeah, in the moment, I definitely was not thinking that. I was not thinking about that at all. I was thinking like, yo, did he catch the ball? You know? <laughs> right. Well, I think, and I'm pretty sure it was against Chris Olave, who might be the first uh, wide receiver taken uh, in the NFL draft this year. So uh, when you're meeting with teams in the at the combine, say, yeah, hey, remember Chris Olave? <laughs> no real big deal. Just caught a pick on him. No real big deal. Oh, Justin <laughs> Fields. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Give him like a fake little laugh, you know. Just say, yeah, that that that. Did you see? Hey, Brad. Did you see what I did to Chris Olave over there? <laughs> that's something I would do, and you know what they'd say? They'd be like, Blake, you were playing Madden. You know, like that's what they that, that's what they tell you. Uh, Mike Jones joining us. 
Uh, Mike, we do have a lot of questions firing in here for you, but Blake Doucette says on Facebook, hashtag Ask Mike, how much of an impression has Brian Kelly made so far? I mean, obviously, Mike, we see the videos, we see the hype videos, but I, tell me if I'm crazy. It, it, it feels to me that his attention to details is so just locked in. Uh, but your impression so far in the last couple of weeks since y'all been getting to know more about Brian Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing that is, you know, really big for him, man, is the attention to detail. But, uh, you know, super, made a super huge impression, man. Like, you can tell, you know, whenever he got here, you know, whenever he, it was time to do his stuff, it was like a 180. All right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like different from what you've been doing. And, and it's different even from what I did at Clemson. You know, still a lot of the same similarities. But it's like, this is his show now. Like, this is how we're going to do things. You know, and all of it is freaking player-led, you know, uh, like led with the mindset of graduating and led with the mindset of, you know, uh, winning championships, you know. They put, you know, guys, got the guys, leaders of the team, and, you know, put them over their team, you know, and then immediately, like, you, all the focus went from, you know, being like a team thing to, you know, helping these guys, help the leaders, you know, get them in the right mindset so they can lead their team. You know what I'm saying? While also still, like, you know, being, like, structured. But, like, it, it's, like, guys have their own autonomy, too. But, you know, you could, like, you could just tell the difference, you know. He, he's made a super big impression. You know, it's been interesting for me to watch, you know, and see, like, you know, what's more important to this guy. Like, I've seen a lot of different coaches now, like, with him, Sweeney, Coach O. You know, it, it's interesting to see, like, you know, what's important to these guys. But, yeah, absolutely, man. Huge impression. Like, he's like a – it's almost like he's like a politician. I feel like he's convincing you every time he talks. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, you're right. Like every time he talks, I'm like, yeah. What's well, it's funny you say that, Mike, is because he has a history in that field. Um, Google it, find out about it. It's very interesting. He never was a politician, didn't do anything, but was a part of a campaign one time, which is really interesting you say it like that and you not really knowing. Uh, but yeah. it's very interesting you put it like that because, you know, his family was, you know, involved and obviously being a kid and you, if your family's in something, you know, like if your family's a baker. If your dad's a baker, you're probably going to be baking when you grow up. If your dad, yeah, you know, fact. so it's 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 really interesting that you say it like that because Brian Kelly, you know, you kind of grow up, Mike, in the environment that you're in, right? Like you kind of mm -hmm. learn from your parents, you learn from your mom and dad, and so it's interesting yeah. you bring that up. So I would say, you know, that's a that's a very interesting comp uh, when you say it like that. Uh, Rick says, hashtag ask Mike in your diet routine, different in the spring during training, uh, than in the season, any hacks. Now, Mike, I was obviously a little bit different probably than what you were. <laughs> I obviously tried to gain as much weight before camp as I could because yeah. I knew it was coming off for you. Are you about to, or were you, are you of the same likeness and mindset on that? Yeah. Um, not as much gain weight. I kind of like tried to like, you know, change my body up a little bit. I wanted to slim down a little bit. But um, I, at the same time, I am trying to build as much muscle as I can. You know, one thing that's different from, like, in the season versus now is I'm trying to, like, take in so, so much protein right now. Like, they've given me – I got a pack of protein shakes in my fridge, you know, and I just, like, just got another one, like, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, dang, like, I don't need this much. But, you know, in all reality, I do. And um, that's one thing, like, you know, I never knew. Like, even, you know, from Clemson, even last year, I didn't realize that I hadn't been getting as many calories as I needed. You know, to really maximize, you know, and, and build as much muscle as I can, you know. And so, um, and that's one thing that is different from the season. You know, I feel like right now, you know, you're building, building, building. 
And then when you get into the season, it's maintain and stay healthy, you know, and you're still, you know, doing the same things, but, uh, you know, it's definitely, you know, not as heavy meals, at least for myself, you know, I try to play lighter and play fast, but not as heavy meals, you know, I'm probably uh, eating a lot more vegetables, you know, just trying to stay more on the healthy side instead of, you know, trying to get freaking jacked right now. My best friend and you, Mike, I'm not a slim guy. I'm a very, you know, <laughs> shout out, shout out to the fat boys out there. Um, but he used to eat, do keto, right? Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of keto, oh, you know, it's yeah. like high protein, but a lot of like veggies, you know, not a lot of fruits, but just, and he would eat like, you know, those, uh, bags of, of vegetables you could put in the microwave and like surf. Yeah. He would eat like the whole bag of that. And then like two le- hours later, he was like, he's starving. But I'm like, bro, what are you doing over here? <laughs> My big butt has got a thin crust Domino's pizza. Shout out Domino's. Three <laughs> toppings, I might add. Uh, this is not a pay promotion for Domino's, I might add. But I'm like, but y- y- you say that, and it's just such a discipline, right? Like, it's such a discipline to be able to do that. And I-, I think it's interesting, Mike, with how college football is going, that you're able to come on here and talk about that. And you just talked about, <laughs> obviously, Hey man, I got more protein in my fridge than probably any human being that the normal uh, human being does. Uh, obviously, in America, um, the Golden Boot Pod, our good friends uh, uh, Pooh Bear uh, Ant and all of them says hashtag Ask Mike. If you weren't playing football, what would uh, what would you be doing next in life? So, Mike, what is you know what football is always going to come to an end, whether you're Tom Brady, which. Maybe it might not for him. He's eating too much avocado ice cream. Hey. <laughs> you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you gonna, what you gonna say on time? Oh, I was about to say, yeah, he might be playing forever. He really into that keto stuff. Bro, the dude's eating avocado ice cream, Mike. Like, how horrible of life. Like, does it have to be to eat avocado ice cream? That's you, torture. If somebody wanted to torture me. Sit me down with a pint of that and watch me cry as I eat this. Or give me a that's agony. Give me a whole thing of sherbet, you know, like or or or, <laughs> or fro the frozen yogurt. Like, oh, we're not. This isn't really ice cream. And I'm like, just give me the ice cream, you know. But regardless, <laughs> regardless, um, he might play forever, but most people don't. What do you want to do when football's over with? That's interesting. That's an interesting question. Partly because I don't know, you know. I know, like you said, it does end, but I do like being around the game. And so I'll probably say if I could just choose the way I live, man, I'd probably probably try to find somewhere I can go train high schoolers and, and use maybe like, you know, coach a little youth football team. But uh, one thing that was big for me and that is always going to be big for me, you know, as I can see in my career, is trying to, you know, really influence the youth. You know, I feel like there's a lot of guys like where I'm from that if they would have had the right voice in their ear, you know, probably their situation would probably be really different from where they are right now. And, um, you know, everybody knows they can take care of their business on the field. Everybody wants to be a great football player. But I feel like it's never really emphasized, especially like in some places more than others, like the importance of education. Like, you know, and I, I'd like to be a voice to like, you know, just help guys, you know, be able to deal with it all, you know, like holistically, like, you know, your family struggles, like, you know, I can help you with that. You right, know? right. School, I can help you with that. I did all that. You know, of course, the football aspect of it, I can help you with that. You know, I feel like 
that, that's just something that's that's been missing, you know. And you know, it's hard to do. You know, I I completely understand. You know, why guys struggle with the way the things they do. Man, it's hard to do. But if I could choose my life, I'd like to you know be able to help my help my community or whatever community I'm at. You know, in that aspect, because there's a lot of talented guys that you know just didn't have the right mindset to you know achieve the goals that they want to achieve. And, I don't mean I, – I know we joke around a lot, but that's pretty deep, man. So I kind of want to – I, I want to <laughs> lean into that a little bit, okay? Yeah. Um, you know, Mike, that's interesting you say that because a lot of people, you, you know, that are in sports want to go back into doing stuff like that because a lot of people – and I'm not saying I did, but, you know, single mom household. I mean, there's a lot of things that you want to get back to and give back and, and what you want to give back. Um, yeah. Mike, do you think, and I don't want to get into, you know, faith and all that kind of stuff, but like it put everything is for a purpose and that's what you want to be there for. And that's how, what LSU and what these schools can give to you and going into the NFL. And then do you ever think about life like that after, I mean, cause look, when you go into the NFL, you're going to have a lot of downtime. Like you could be doing yeah. this a year from now. Like, do you think about all the transitions that you possibly are going to have to make? And you could be able to do that within the year. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I know God didn't give me this ability just for me to go out and ball, you know, and make some money, you know, um, that's something that, I mean, it's been big to me for a while. You know, I, I've seen a lot of it, like, you know, with my own face, I've seen guys that was a lot better than me, you know, that just kind of just faded away and you know, just faded on the wrong track. And I'm like, like, I know if they just had like, like I had my dad with me and my dad, he was a big voice for, you know, my whole community, you know, but it's hard for one dude to do it. You know Correct. What I mean? And it wasn't a lot of guys like that, like my dad. And uh, so, yeah, man, that's, that's been big for me, you know, and it's some, uh, uh, it's super important to me. I will get it done. I got some things that I for sure want to get done when I go to league, you know, and, uh, and try to help make the world a better place, you know, and at least try to start where I foot at. You know, I, I feel like, like a lot of times, like people like, you know, they they want to change things, and it, and it's hard to like really feel the change when you can't see it directly. That's why I want to go into my own community, you know, and watch change. I want to see people's life change in front of my face, you know, and so that's something that's big for me, and I am gonna do it. It's big you saying that, brother, because not a lot of people have that kind of mindset. You know, when I was 21, 22, if God would have given me your ability, I don't know what, uh, you know, you know, I don't know what would have been happening. Um, but God does things for a reason. And that's good to hear. Mike, last one. And actually, we're going to close it out with you. And we're going to uh, end the show to stay around with us uh, right after we're done here. But this last question. Uh, so when you see the schedule and you look forward into it, is there any and I know we talked about this last week, but we kind of got a, a little off sidetracked. Is there one, you know, one game that you're circling that you want to see, you know, because look, you got a lot of pieces that are coming back, right? Is there one yeah. game in your mind that you just like, hey, we should be hitting our stride by this game? Or are you of the mindset like, hey, we need to be hitting our stride by Florida State and being ready to go? Man, the way, just the way that I did things, especially how we did at Clemson, man, by the time is we it's the first time we're ready for the first game you know i feel like the best teams man they get out on the stride you know it's it's, it's really important to me and of course you know that doesn't define your season at all you know the first week does not but i feel like the best teams when it's time to go that's ready to, the, you'll see to they're go. the best you know 
And, and a big part of that also was maintain. You know, a lot of teams start out hot, you know. But I feel like, at least for myself, you know, you got to start your best football early. You know, that's the difference between the teams, man. And them teams, you know, they start here, you know. And as the season goes, you know, teams start losing games. You know, teams get upset. But the best, they start here and they keep going up, you know. And so uh, that, that's big for me, you know. Uh, of course, you know, I, I'm excited for the Bama game, 100%. Mm-hmm. But it would be, it'd be, you know, great for me to see us come out, you know, against uh, Florida State and start playing our best football and just keep getting better from there and better and better. Last one, I lied. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about tabling this question because it's gonna it's gonna be a really good one. Um, let's let's table it. Let's just table it that way because <laughs> it'll make a little bit more sense once we get down there uh, next couple weeks. So Mike Jones yeah. Jr. joining us. Mike, stay along with us, guys. We're gonna go ahead and end the show a little bit early. Uh, we got to get out of here a little bit early. But until then, guys, we'll see you guys soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.